leader of the club that's made of me and you and you. M-I-C-K-E-Y-E-D-92 So hey there, hi there, ho there, we are here to sing for you. M-I-C-K-E-Y-E-D-92 Hello everyone and welcome to episode 10 of the ED92 podcast. Um, as you can see this week we have a, a nice little soundtrack. It is actually real in-park music because I'm here with Axel and Michael in uh, Discoveryland. Yeah, so Hello guys. as you can see not, <laughs> or hear, yeah, we're in Disneyland. Yay. Hey Michael. Hello. And uh, Wisdom is also here with us. Hey. You've seen him uh, on TV, and uh, <laughs> and our friend Seb, aka Mr. Silvermatch. Hello, guys. Is also here with us. Uh, so uh, we're gonna try and go around the park today on the podcast uh, as much as we can, and just uh, talk as usual about everything that is uh, new and that we've been uh, up to. I think the first thing we wanted to talk about is the pirates and. Princesses. Princesses. Uh, Festival. I think it was kind of the breakout hit of the year, possibly it's the decade so over here. Good. Uh, the show stops. It's just, the show yeah, it stops. And just Michael doesn't particularly like characters. I'm not the biggest fan of characters. Uh, but it's nice. You get up close to them. It's so cool. Yeah, so like my, my issue usually with characters is meeting them one-on-one -on -one just because I get really awkward about it and like I'm very conscious that I'm the one that they're concentrating on and I'm meant to be concentrating on them and but with a parade type of thing, it feels way more easy because it's more of a show and yeah. I can just kind of blend in with people. Yeah, and, and we've had some awesome interactions. So if you're coming to the parks and, uh, until the end of the festival, which is June 1st, no, May 31st? May 31st. Um, Definitely uh, bring some hats, bring some props, yes, and, and uh, yeah. the YouTube videos before and you come. Show yeah, the dance moves. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, learn to dance and don't learn be afraid. Dance, bring props yeah. and don't be afraid to stalk the same team. If you're here for more than one day, do like we did. Always go see the same team and always go stand on the same stage. You four know, times a day if you must. Four times must, a day. Yeah. We we. We it's succeeded definitely, in doing that. It's definitely, yeah, I was going to say. Like, it, we, <laughs> we're like, we did it four times. And let me tell you, when they see you on the fourth time, they're like, oh, my God, you guys are still here. Yeah. Uh, definitely I mean, it gives stalkers. them a sort of energy that is really, yeah, it's cool. It's engaging. It's, yeah, it's, it's magic. Yeah, the energy was very cool. Yeah, and, and so the, the setup is a quite a complicated one for the park. Yes. I think it's something that's one of the most complicated things I've ever done. It's hard when you come like for one trip or one day. That's even worse because you have like four show times and you have those two teams coming from two separate ways, meeting in the middle, but on their way to the middle, they yes. both have their own show stop. Exactly. So if you want to see it from all sides, you have to do at least three shows to do one show stop for each team and then see the middle so yeah or you can just go four times and see the same thing <laughs> or four times the same <laughs> once time. you know which one you like yeah. uh, but it is I think it's definitely an issue for uh, guests who are only here for one day because 
Um, if you're not necessarily aware of what the show is and how it works, it is a bit complicated because if you're if you're watching on mainstream, you're like, oh wow, that was an awesome show, and then next thing you know, you see everyone dance on Central Plaza, but by then Central Plaza yeah. is closed. So you, you that would have been me. That, yeah, that would have been you. If I wasn't with everyone, I mean. Okay, but the good thing about this is you can skip hoist a flag with Jack Sparrow because, let's be honest, <laughs> if you want to die in a, in a amount of space that it's too small for minions, then you have to go see that. And if you want to see like nothing happening on Central Plaza with two princesses, go to the Princess Promenade and you'll see nothing happening. I mean, you will see it if you're waiting for Make Your Choice. You'll yeah, see just, it if just you're see there. It when you it's cute. I like the outfits of the dancers. and It's the, 12th anniversary, uh, the 25th anniversary from April 12th. They used those costumes. Well, it's the yeah. same ones. They, yeah. It's definitely Princess... Princess Paris Promenade? Princess Festival. Oh. Definitely a lot of recycling in all directions. But they've they've kind of they've kind of pulled it off if you i think we talked about this on twitter the so the pirate floats is very bright and had big square big hall square and if you listen to the uh, banter between betty rose and jimmy ocean mm -hmm. one of the first jokes that she makes is that she got uh, that jimmy ocean got attacked by a pack of crayons mm -hmm. and that's actually the idea behind the design of the float, it looks like a kid's drawing. So like if a kid was gonna draw a pirate ship, I really like it. You would get all those colorful crayons and just sort of like color the boxes and that's what they're trying to do. Um, As an aside, you can tell how little uh, Ben and Axel like those hoist the, like the hoist the flag and the princess promenade because I forgot all about them and nobody here today has mentioned them no. and we haven't gone to them. Well, They've we... been completely like put aside. I went to see it the first day that uh, they tried out the, the, the show. And I mean, it's if you have kids, and especially like, I'm not going to say especially boys, because girls uh, have all the same rights to be a, an angry pirate as well. <laughs> but if they want to interact with Captain Jack Sparrow and get a nice certificate for doing so, then go ahead and then go check that out. Sorry, but, I got scared by Space Mountain train going back <laughs> behind us. <laughs> We're not that close. We are a little bit okay. close. You can hear people screaming. But if you if you're not if you don't have kids and you just want to watch, it's not a show to watch. It's a show to watch your kids interact with Jack Sparrow. But if you're only there to see something, you're gonna see five times the same thing because every kid's got to do that little hoist a flag thing or I don't know whatever they want to do. It's kind of boring after the second minute. I'll be honest, I have not seen it because I just don't want to deal with the crowd. And, and also, they've used that space for Halloween and for other things so many times and every single time it is the same guest flow nightmare. So please stop using that place. <laughs> There's gotta be somewhere else in Adventureland. <laughs> or maybe have the show on the pirate ship. I understand it's limited space and it's a bit further away, but wouldn't that work better? I totally thought it was given the name, whoops. Yeah. I would, uh, like, I do like, they go on? They don't go on the ship at all, do they? No, no. Well, why? I, I thought like it would a be safety, or but you, you, you can't because the the this ship is so well. The deck that you actually can get access to is so small that it's impossible to do something on there, and especially have kids up there. That's that's not possible. It, it just doesn't fit. I thought it would be way better if they put Captain Jack Sparrow up there and give them a meet and greet. So this festival would have at least one meet and greet because if there's something they don't have, 
its meet and greets on this festival. But if you interact with the with the teams on Pirates and Princesses, you will be uh, almost meeting them because they've been really good at, you know, like some some of the some of the characters will stop for photos, and you know Betty Rose will take a selfie with you if you position yourself. At the right spot. If you, if you have your your camera ready, facing the the right side, <laughs> I think you can be able to get a selfie. Yeah. Uh, but you have to be prepared. Just get your camera out. Be sure to have it facing the right side, or you will have a nice picture <laughs> of a blue sky. That Did is a reference. So, yes, yes. Well, I'll try to take a selfie with Baby Rose, and I realized that my camera was facing the wrong way. So she was very oh. gracious and very cute, and took great selfie. And then I looked at my camera, and it was the big. Beat. Guy. It was a big wah wah moment. Actually, there was a piece of your head, Michael. I think oh. it is. Yeah, there was your head and the sky. You know, I like your head, but you know, Betty Rose. Betty Rose. There was wins. a point for the photo. There was My a point. Was not the yeah. Point. Uh, so definitely, uh, I I would definitely recommend watching the show several times from several places. Um, Castle Stage, maybe not my favorite. I know people like. I've heard a lot that Castle Stage is a fun place to watch it. To me, it feels more like a traditional show when they go on the stage, yeah, and I feel like I really maybe don't need to see it there. Well, it's it's no. I think you have to make a choice. If you're there for, <laughs> that's, oh, there it is. oh, all right. I think if you're here for more than a day, then you can see it at, at both sides. That doesn't matter. But if you're only here for one day and you want to see all the princesses together or all the actors together, if you go see it on Main Street, there's a left and a right and you're never going to have everybody in the same picture or everybody together. And if your girl is a big fan of one special princess, you're only going to see boy. her half the stop. And at the stage, she's going to be there the whole show stop. She's going to be yeah, almost sure, in front of it point. on the stage. Now, a little point that uh, I'm not too happy about is that most of the times well maybe always the um, I don't know what you call it the upper deck you know the little place the on top of the podiums well is it a stages no in the planters well above you know you have a little place where you can see castle stage you have the, the whole like technical oh, oh, oh the terrace the terrace I think oh, I, you call we call it, it oh, the terrace oh the, that's a nice name well the terrace <laughs> is uh, during those shows um, prohibited it's only for uh, VIPs oh I didn't know well so, is it every showing though well it's no? most no. of the showing but not every showing depends they said to us that it was for VIPs and it would be the whole season and technical crew too. Yeah, well, technical. But if it's for, if you, if it's not guests, it doesn't matter who stands there. Yeah. But no guests. No guests. And it's too bad because it would be cool if you could stand up there. You have an amazing view. Yeah. Yeah. I did wonder why we didn't go up there. You've answered my question. Yeah. But there, there are a lot of really cool places. If you stand at the entrance of the podiums in the middle of Central Plaza, that's a great spot to see them come in. And also, what the princesses do is, as soon as they see little girls or little boys who are wearing their colors they'll they'll stop and give them a hug yeah, and it's really always cute. it's really just really cute um and you know you, you see you see that people after maybe seeing the show once uh know where their princess is going to be so little girls are waiting on the right side and so it's just a great experience and that, that music that music will just literally you will wake up three days oh later and it will still be in your head it's really good um and uh the dance after a while you learn it yeah I've I've never learned... noticed, I don't know if all shows have like, or all 
parades and shows and things have similarly short loops of dance moves. But this feels, once you actually learn it, this feels really doable. But if I was just watching it, I'd be like, oh my, that's, oh, I can't look yeah. at that. That's a big dance. Yeah. But when you realize it's two very short sequences over and over again. Yeah. And I think just, that's the idea, right? And so that's why they did the tutorial video. And actually, uh, studying today in the program, there's a, there's a page yes. with a, a bit of an explanation of how it works and some QR codes to the videos. So if you're coming, definitely watch the videos, learn to dance, because the performers will see you and they really do appreciate it. Uh, so that's really part of the fun, sort of being part of it. I know, um, it's, I know in the past they've said they're having interactive shows and you know it's always kind of like you don't really know why they call it interactive. <laughs> this one actually is very interactive. Yeah, without people being picked out because the other interactive shows it was like a few kids being picked out of the crowd so you can dance with us but then the, the, the adults population was just standing there and watching kids. Now everybody can dance and it's more like the older crowds that are dancing <laughs> yeah like, we've seen lots of parents talking about <laughs> we've seen well this, this is us but we've seen lots of parents and lots of people just get really getting into it and people yeah. actually knowing the song too not yeah. not a ton there's still a lot of guests who just stand there and take pictures which is fine too yeah. you know there's no obligation obviously uh but a lot of people seem to know it and enjoy it so um yeah i love the podium setup like I'd, i've never seen a show uh in the hub of a disney park where the show take place like took place all around the actual street yeah and as like separate segments in the hub with yeah. people in between everything yeah so like there's like performers like betty shouting across yeah that's uh, fun yeah and stuff just going back and forth and you can kind of like watch it's just so yeah. good you're in the middle of it it's, and it's another, I think it's another little detail that if you don't know where to stand and you yeah. stand on the outside sidewalk of Central Plaza and the, and the float just parks in front of you, you basically will be out of luck because the float would, will block the view and so you really, but I guess you can always go to the second trunk because yeah. they, they're showing four times a day which I think is a very um, high number of times. Yeah, but you know. on the other side you have to be there a bit before the show starts, not that long but still a bit and if you're only here for, for a day, just prepare yourself, go check out videos on YouTube Yeah, yeah. and yeah, know what is happening where so you can come prepared and, and bring then, props um, uh, yeah and uh, uh, merchandising do too well for this season well just won't comment too much on the t-shirts they weren't doing good they weren't oh, yeah. very good they weren't very good but uh, food food did okay there's a number of cute cupcakes have you had the cupcakes uh, no I had the ice cream <laughs> yeah I had the ice cream as yeah, well yeah that ice cream was cool because like the pirate ice cream is a black cone yeah. With a chocolate ice cream. And a little logo on it. It looks nothing like the picture. <laughs> mine looked like it was half eaten. But still, it was good. It was nice. Mine but did. It looks mine looked okay. Well, mine the one I had yesterday. No, nah, it just doesn't look anything no? like Photos the picture. Photos on Contrats <laughs> yeah. 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 And also, they took the occasion to bring this uh, Cinderella carriage popcorn bucket. Which yeah. is always fun to see items. I think this is something that they've had in US, right? Uh, I haven't seen it in the US, but apparently it's very fragile. So ah. it, it can load a lot of popcorn, and th the price to add popcorn to it is only one euro. That's yeah. so, like, it's not even two or three or four, it's like one euro. Yeah. Here you have to, the bucket and give us one euro or you can fill it up. So. They, but it's not a refillable deal. It's not a refillable deal. You know, the first so. popcorn that goes in is a euro. Yeah. 
So you kind of want to get the popcorn anyway. But on the other hand, it's 25 euros for a popcorn bucket. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. But it's kind of intricate and it's novelty type of thing. I mean, right? I guess it's cute. I don't know what people do with popcorn buckets when they're done. I'm not really a popcorn bucket collector. I put them with the other ones. On the shelf? On the shelf, next to my Oogie Boogie. Do you wash it? Oh, your Oogie Boogie. (laughs) Oh, no. The cool thing is that if you ask... They can give you the bucket like that, just in a plastic, oh, yeah. and then give you the popcorn next to it. So uh, yeah. you don't they, need to eat your popcorn, so not, actually. So not lose some of the fun, then. I've done that well, for the cocoa like cup. collector okay. item. Okay. Yeah. Are you still addicted to the cocoa cup? Do you still drink out of it? No, it's almost entirely caked in dust, upside down, in the <laughs> kitchen. Um, <laughs> I see it every now and then and I appreciate the fact I bought it, but I don't ever yeah. use it. Man, you were now- obsessed with that one back in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> you would sleep next to that I cup. I love and that. Now, did you see that? Now they have it in, in Anaheim. Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. And it was all the rage and for, for a change, everyone was like, well, <laughs> this, is there, so, <laughs> this is so last year. Uh, and it sold out, I think, in like a day. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, we, gave them a, we gave away such a cup. We did give away a yeah. cup. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, yeah. All right, so here we are in Discoveryland. Um, should we go to a different land for our second segment? Yes. Yes, we should. Yeah. So we're gonna talk amongst ourselves, and we'll be back in just a second from a different land. So we'll see you there. And we are back, and we are now in Fantasyland. We're actually next to the famous old mill with a lot of uh, royalty meets. Yeah, we're standing almost in the spot where all those. Royal guests meet. Yeah. There's glitter everywhere. No, there's Yeah, and there's shade. The shade of it all. There's shade. Well, <laughs> well, maybe that's one of the reasons that the last time we saw Tiana wasn't as tanned as before. So maybe oh, shade. you went there. Yeah, this is very shady. Maybe um, shade. Like you are oh, right shady. now. Oh, it's shady. Oh, shady. Oh, there you yeah. go. So we're actually across some teacups, which, um, you know, we've been joking every time we walk by it that you have to um, always uh, protect yourself, uh, whatever you do. The... The, the top has been removed and basically a white condom is on it. Oh, I just yeah. noticed that. Yeah, it's... Um, what a lovely top. What a lovely top, yes, Michael. <laughs> uh, oh. yeah. So they're actually working on it now. We can hear some kind of uh, noise ascending, no? Or is that Dumbo? Don't know. Oh, don't what? put that in that trash. Don't... Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so there we're not is. far from the bin. So if you hear that, that's just guests being good guests. And yeah. Putting things yeah. in the bin. You should put things in the bin. Ooh. Just not when we record. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so we're over here to talk about something else that's going on in the park at the moment, and it is the very, 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 very magical very? days. I think new. Some sorry. Yeah. Reset you there. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Buzz when he switched to uh, Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear. When he switched, when he switched to Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> so. Um, so obviously we've been trying to enter, and some people have had some luck. With them, you won. Once yeah. five euro card, five euro card, five euros. and, and Seb, too, yeah. Seb, Seb also. also. So there are how many um, five euro cards per day? Ninety. Ninety-one. Ninety-one. Ninety-one okay. five euro cards. So that's the bronze level. Why ninety-one out of interest? Uh, like why the one? Uh, I mean, because money. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> two is too know. much for yeah. ninety-one. Well, ninety-two just... would have been a nice little, you know, wink yeah. wing. Come on, <laughs> give 92. Maybe there's one for the guy who's given him. You know, uh, I guess it's just how much money they have each day. Um, so there's, there are a lot of bronze. What is silver 
And silver is sort of like I, I the dinners, the, a lot the, of the dinners. The bags, the bags with... The goodie uh, bags. Oh, yeah, gift bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah with, with a, a higher amount of money, a plush, Mickey. Ooh. Yeah. And then like a nice little lanyard with very magical days on it. Yeah. Um, so, and then you have the gold ones, which are the, the good stuff, like mm. parade meets <laughs> and getting Star Tour privatized, which I'm not really sure what the benefit is. Oh? That. Yeah, I mean... Well, but... you, get, you get to do Star Tours all by yourself, and you get to see a little backstage where you see the whole thing. Oh, they do like that. Yeah. And you're meeting Chewbacca. Maybe you can see it <laughs> You can meet Chewie. Chewie is awaiting God. you there. What it, he is on the um, hold on, Mitchy. It is on the, the promotion picture, but yeah. we're not really sure actually. No, I, mean, yeah. I think, I think he's the there. Text yeah. of the... Oh, is it? Okay. So wait, yeah. he's outside when you're finished? No, oh. no, no. I think when you when you walk in, he's there. I don't know if he does a ride with you. I don't. Oh, think that so. would I think be he's fun. There. <laughs> that would be fun, and that's a nice segue into doing attractions with actors and characters, which happen at the Tower Terror. Um, AP events. <gasps> I know. Oh, yeah. I know a lot of people oh, were. Oh, that, was nice. hey, that was a nice segue. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've worked on this for at least three yeah. seconds. Yeah, it wasn't hard to find something nice that happened that evening because wasn't much there. So Is I mean, it was, I think I mean, people were quite happy with the AP night. Yeah, a quarter. Well, what did they say? Ninety-four percent was happy. That's the ninety-four percent that uh, didn't wait. 45 minutes to get a key or right. didn't stand in line or didn't get pushed all the way to get a key which by the way was just there in the shop the next day for everyone to get and am i right or wrong here in that you couldn't actually see it before you queued to get it you couldn't see but you could always go and ask to to see it but like the rule changed over that night because the first ones in said like we could get two keys and then afterwards was like one key per AP. But if we've known that, I think there were 1900, a bit more than 1900 keys, 1929. Yeah. So, and yeah. there were 1100 no. people there. So, so obviously there's some extra there. there and, were, not, and not every single guest has bought a key. No. So. And then, I mean, it was a bit of, of, of a shame that we couldn't get the key. Well. We could get the key, but we had to wait, like, we lost 45 minutes that night. But otherwise, uh, I heard the projection show was really cool. There was no pyro compared to the opening back yes. in 2002. Yeah. But it was still a it fun... It was the same thing. It was fun to see it again for it's people fun who to haven't see it. seen it. People maybe have only seen it on YouTube. It was it's kind fun of... to see it again, and it's good to... Well, no, it's fun to know and to see how far they were 10 years ago by doing yeah. stuff they do like now regularly and they had the technology they could do it like 10 years ago so like mm, maybe you should have jumped in that game earlier but it's something totally different the projections were nice uh, but on the other hand that was like the that was like the main event and what bothered me the most was that we had no program before we entered so we didn't know what was going on you know you have a soiree that starts at 8.30 until 11.30. So for instance, somebody could say, well, I'm gonna go to dinner and I'm gonna arrive at nine. You know, that's half an hour in the party, but it doesn't matter because it's half an hour in the party. But the party opened with the projection show. Right. So if somebody would do that, 
they would miss like the best part of it all. Right. So, so it wasn't if, a build up. It was no a start with the bang. If there would be a program, people would say, okay, we have to be there at opening. Yeah. And then not like here where you have the, the fireworks at the end of the day or have in the middle or, or more to the end a, a big show. So but, we, yeah. we did we did get a program emailed early in the day or the day before by Disney, but that's but, because it's but like we got it in a very you know in a limited yeah like but no PR no release. time schedule yeah and then yeah it wasn't a, it wasn't a broad no um, then, but we tweeted the we tweeted the schedule but not every guest will get that but there wasn't there was no timetable on it there was like yeah projection show but there was not written uh, down what time it was right. we got that program when we entered nicely printed oh I love the printing but even even then without any timestamp. It was just the, the guest flow that were pushing us towards yeah. the tower to be in place for the project right. without any time. On so if you didn't know or if you were late, then you probably a lot of people missed it. Well, not a lot of people, but they were expecting that everybody would be there at opening and that everybody wants to see the projection show. And I mean, why not? And then afterwards they said, well, we have some exclusive merchandise going on sale in the shop. And everybody, ooh, exclusive, limited edition. So they start running. Run. And it was chaos, mayhem. It was like, yeah, yeah it was ugly. So maybe, maybe uh, something to think about. Maybe uh, you know, each because you also you also got some bags, some totes oh, bag. Oh, we got we got a, a, a goodie um, bag with like. That so was maybe cool. maybe like a ticket system. If every bag has a ticket to pick up a key, and then you can pick it up. In the next seven days, you know, at the shop, maybe well, people seven days, who want but, it, or maybe a couple days, put, you could put come a the tank next table day on and, it. and pick up your key. It um, doesn't matter. Isn't there? <laughs> can they fly over here? I think it, it's it would outside be, the perimeter. I would be happy if they would say you can get your key between eight thirty and nine thirty. You can get it between nine thirty and ten thirty. And you, well, something like that. Or just pick it up in but, the next three days. Like what? You know? But then you have to be there in the next three days. Or what? You can have it that night at the party if you know you're not going to be there. But if you know you're going to be going to the park the next morning, but then, then they're you not going to sell the, the rest for the coming three days. And now everything was sold out the next afternoon. Well. It, I mean, it, it would it would avoid chaos and people sort of missing out on the fun of the party because they were queuing all night. Oh, but the good thing is, there wasn't actually anything to do, so you didn't miss out a lot. You were there for forty five minutes. You couldn't dance to a <laughs> DJ playing what about today's um, tunes. Rock and roller coaster that became Twilight Zone was that good? Oh, yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, Michael I mean, just almost fainted. Uh, I, I yeah. mean, basically, it was just they they removed the pressure. I was not that. Uh, so I didn't what enjoy was it. in the pre-show? Then was it dark? No, we skipped the pre-show from the other door. Ah. Yeah. So no pre-show, a bit of other music, and then strobos. Yeah. Wait, three, so three strobos on the whole ride. And the music, music was yeah. was it a Twilight Zone music? Was it a yeah. remix? The was remix it the dance the version of that? Oh. Come on! Yeah, yeah. I love that song. Yeah, <laughs> But yeah. like that was the only ride that had something like that. But then luckily there were character. No, no, there weren't characters. Uh, luckily there was photo. No, there wasn't photo. No, there, there were was, a lot of actors. There was one. And the actors. omnibus from 
the omnibus from Main yeah. Street was there. I think Which it was is a nice so effort. turn of the century for 1940. Well, so that was awesome. It was dark. It was, it was dark. It was dark. <laughs> it was dark. And then I, I don't know if you've done it, but I've heard, um, you know, I was talking to uh, Jeff from DIP Town Square and said that his best memory of the whole night was to ride Tower Terror with a few of the actors. So you yeah, had people sitting in next to me. 1930s. <laughs> so wasn't that fun? That was, but we had a fun elevator. And we had a lot of actors coming to our elevator. So it was like a bit better than, than the rest. We just had one actor. We had like one actor in the elevator and then three standing in front of it and two others. I mean, that was cool. That was the best rides of the Tower of Terror I ever had. But that was like the only thing. And then it's, 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 is that it? How many well, times I think, did you? You know, I think those once. AP parties oh. are also to like gather everyone together and have like some exclusive time in the it, park. It was nice, but then, and it's kind of like you know, I don't think it's meant to also be like just this like blowout. It's not like not so scary. I know, know, but we tried to then afterwards to get to the photo opportunity because there was like a backdrop with a picture. That line was quite long, and they refused us in the line because it was closed for the night. And I was like, well, it's what ten thirty. It was quarter to eleven, and they closed it because the line was so big. Yeah, but I mean, come on. I mean, it's pictures. It's why not? But but what you don't know is that they reopened it afterwards, because we were left out uh -oh. at the, the first the first time, and then Brace. we came back, Brace. and everyone was rushing in. They reopened it, and yeah. they then they tried to reclose it right in front of us a second time uh. and the next segment live from city hall <laughs> bearded man complains <laughs> so the next party that's coming up is the marvel ap party on july 7th yes it's going to be a little bit different because uh they, they told us that this party had had about 1100 guests but marvel is going to have 4000 and it's going to be open to infinity and, and magic, magic plus. plus with two guests so more people it's unclear yet exactly what they're going to do and how this is going to differ from sort of the normal because it's going to be during the, the Marvel summer season. So how, we're not really sure how this is going to differ from a normal day in a park. Maybe extra meet and greets and um, uh, we'll um, I don't know, see what meet, the program well, is, it, I guess. It could be a nice program. On the other hand, 4,000 tickets, that's a lot. That's I mean, the park lot. capacity is, what, 35? Well, where did they go? Who? The 35,000. Well, that's yeah. when it's full. But, I mean, it's like... Yeah, that's, that, is, that is a bad day in the park. <laughs> 35,000 people in the studios. I mean, you... The, the I don't first know. AP party wasn't sold out. Now they're doing 4,000 tickets. And oh, now I can... I will go do the little lead to the next segment. It's 4,000 for Marvel. They didn't even sell the first 2,000 for fan days. Right. I mean, I, I don't know what they're going to do, and I think it's better that we start talking about fan days in the next segment, because yeah. I think we're not done with that. All right, so we're going to move to a different land. We're going to discuss again where we're going, and um, we'll see you in the next segment from somewhere else. Bye, Fantasyland. Bye, Fantasyland, and, and that trap that trap bin that everyone keeps putting not things push. in yeah it's not push <laughs> all right we'll see you in a bit can we tell everyone to get off all bridges 
We've got hoist the flag on the bridges. <laughs> I know. Indiana Jones. To be fair, if, it, if our voices are clear, this is quite cool ambience. It is cool ambience. That's good because we've been uh, running for a few seconds now. <laughs> so we're now in Adventureland um, between the suspended bridge and in Indiana Jones, I guess. And the floating bridges. And the floating bridge. What, is that bridge always open? I feel like... No, it's more open than the, than the other one. Well, suspended uh, bridge reopened, what, last week? Yeah, but in, in bad weather conditions, they can keep the small one open, but not the big one. Ah, yeah. And also the big one's being in refurbishment for what feels like almost as long as Pocahontas Village. Yeah. Um, it, <laughs> and I don't see any changes on it. I don't. They, they seem to have worked on some of the, where the bridge the attaches, the supports above it. And I think there's also a lot to do with safety and with uh, slippery, slippery wood and all that kind of stuff. So maybe that's all so that they can open it more often in the year. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yesterday we talked about um, hoist the flag. <laughs> And it's going on right now. I don't know if you can hear it. Yeah, I, we haven't gone over to it, but I can definitely hear it from afar. Yeah, it's because you see a lot of people standing on a really <laughs> small place. Yeah, I've seen the crowd, yeah. and I was like, okay. Enough. It's like there's like a cat fight, and there's just like a ton of people circled around it. Fight, fight. <laughs> oh, look, Anna and Elsa are in the water. Well, a balloon of an Anna somewhere. I've never noticed there's fish in here. This yeah. must be the most interesting podcast you can get <laughs> online. Where do you we'll think the fish from, from the... What is it called? Blue Lagoon. New name. Uh, Jax. Captain Jax. Captain Jax is coming from. Hopefully not here. Um, anyway, so we're going to go back to our discussion, um, which uh, we started talking about in, uh, in Fantasyland. Uh, Fan Days is coming up. Fan Days is coming up. Yay! And we now finally have all the tickets. Everything's out. Uh, Even the plans are out with who is meeting where. Right. Yeah. How's that possible? You know, we're learning little by little. <clears throat> and um, uh, who's going? Axel, you're going. I'm going. Yeah, I'm going for sure. But I didn't get the, the super expensive package. I just went with the uh, Infinity Pass tickets. Took me about 45 minutes on the phone just to learn that as of today, there's still more tickets to get. They didn't even sell the first 2,000 early bird tickets, which is a bit painful because you call them early bird tickets. I thought there would be like 100, 200, so people would really be, ooh, I'm an early bird. But 2,000, it has been open for two weeks. Yeah, and it's more of a migration at this point with all those birds. Uh, Get it? Yeah, yeah. bird joke. Bird joke. Yeah. So why? Why is Fan Days not selling? I feel like, um, from my point of view, I think people just don't know what they're buying. And when you're spending 100 euros, you want to know what you're buying. And uh, Fan Days has been really cheeky about uh, doing a lot of, you know, secrets and surprises and teasing. And in the end, you're asking people to pay almost 100 euros for something that they're really not sure what they're going to get so if you're a real fan of one specific rare character and you don't have that much money maybe you will spend 100 euros if you know that they're there but if it's just going to be a surprise why would you really buy a ticket but I think one of the things is that basically everything goes and is for the characters so maybe not everybody is so excited for it because it's mainly characters so, so it's a bit of a niche event then I would say so. If you're not a character lover, I don't know if you're gonna have your that. I, I don't know if you're gonna have 
yeah, well, fun, you will have fun, but... And the energy to go through 60 characters in one night. Yeah. I mean, and it's also, well, price-wise, maybe Paris isn't ready for it already. I mean, and not so scary in Walt Disney World sells out and they're going $100 and above ticket. Same for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party and still sells out. They have quite high expectations. Like, people would know what to expect, though, with it, right? From, like, family, friends and seeing it in previous years. Whereas Fan Days is still... To me, a big block of information on a web page. Right. Like, no one not... has actually yeah. lived it yet. But we don't even know if it's going to be a regular thing. So maybe if they do it again and people know, people hear that it's good. If you look at the AP party, people heard that the Tower of Terror party was fun. And now I think a lot of people are excited for the Marvel party because they know that they'll get some cool little things. And, and so. And like Electroland? Uh, Electroland is doing well this year. Yeah, so I feel like the fact that you can watch trailers and see videos of last year gives people a bit more like oh that's what it is but yeah the thing that we learned from the marvel party because they communicated openly that there were four thousand tickets and that this event this marvel event would not be as other events i would feel more intimate because there's only four thousand tickets not like other things just like fan days which has more tickets which if you're gonna more than four thousand, then just take five thousand to make it easy. That means if they're not, if they didn't sell the first two thousand yet, they're not even halfway, and it's in well a bit more than a month time. It's five weeks. Are they gonna sell like three thousand tickets, more than three thousand tickets, in in a month's time? No. Now, I have a friend who's going and who's a huge fan of characters, and he actually doesn't want to get to sales because huh. because if you are going and it's going to be literally 1,500 people, then it's going to be a really fun night for whoever is there. <laughs> so, But wasn't that the, the first, wasn't that the thing to begin with, to make it, like, exclusive? So fan, well, character fans could go, like, be there with their favorite characters and have an intimate night. Now, if you ask me five or even six thousand tickets doesn't make it intimate anymore because if you're there for that night i'm not doing any rides i'm only there for the characters yeah i mean no one's ever talked about the rides anyway i, yeah. I guess rides are open during fan days yeah. but why would you go on a ride right yeah. i don't so think everyone's a fan already right? although actually if you're a fan of the studio's attractions uh go to fan days you will literally be able to probably just stay in the elevator in tower <laughs> just spend the night there if you're a fan um uh, so um, I guess we'll see. Uh, there's, there's probably going to be more announcements. I hope yeah. they're not going to do what they did for, um, if you remember the Star Wars party, they ended up being 15 euros at the hotels for sale the day of. Oh. I know, but on the other hand, that the was... The day before too. That the was, day before as well, yeah. yeah. That was 100% Disneyland Paris, not business solution. It wasn't the first... Well, they're, they're, they cannot do that. If people buy a ticket today at 100 euros, what are they gonna say? People are gonna freak out. Somebody who just paid 1,200 euros to get in there with a package, and then he's gonna see that his neighbor. I'm thinking, you have to see fan days like you're on a plane. Yeah. When you're on a plane, <laughs> just look around you, and you know, we're all going to the same destination. I'm getting the same crappy food, but maybe he paid more or less than me. And that's going to be the same thing with Fanny. Somebody's going to buy a package that costs him 1,200 euros. I will be in for 79, 
another pass will be in for 89, another for 99, and then another for 120. It's like prize a palooza. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, the, the Star Wars part used to be uh, 79 euros, I think. What did, what did they do yeah. with uh, people who bought full price tickets? What do you mean? Did, did, they they, did they respond well? Did they get their money back? No one got their money back, but I guess people weren't really happy. I mean, people are already unhappy who book packages, I'll be honest with you, because yeah. the, would be too, I uh, everyone expected the, the tickets only to be at least 150, maybe even 200 euros, yeah. based on how much the packages were. Like, I, I'm not going, but if I was, I'd be happy at the current ticket price. But equally so, I'd feel bad for people that bought the package, only because there's such a huge gap. And yeah. you could, if you itemized it, you could probably justify every change in price, like hotel stay and this and that. But nonetheless, it, just looking at the numbers, it's like, ooh. And park tickets, you know, a lot of pass holder bought the package just to get the tickets. Sorry, Jack Sparrow is walking by. Jack, Jack Sparrow He's is He's very popular. By. He's being kind of mobbed. Yeah. And everybody, yeah. he's being selfie-mobbed. Selfie-mobbed. Jack Sparrow and his crew of uh, pirate musicians. And posse. Yeah, and, oh my and god. Literally, there are he like 50 people bus. chasing Jack Sparrow. Uh, he should have a tour bus. <laughs> Let's get the Aerosmith tour bus the next door. <laughs> we should have had him on the podcast. Jack, we should, what is yeah. your point? Yeah, we should have ran over, but that's okay. Why are your nods at uh, Fan Days? Uh, well, he's not a rare character. Oh no, but I can tell you not where rare characters that are there. So that's well, and I was a bit well apart from the Fab Five and and the classics, it's pretty much all rare characters, no? Yeah, but you have seen them. Well, yeah, okay. You've seen if them. You don't, if you don't do a run or something, then yeah. you 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 didn't. See yeah, you've them seen before. them at the run. You've seen them at yeah. uh, maybe uh, at the twenty fifth anniversary. You've seen them if you've done some brunches. I mean, in pockets of characters, you've seen the Aristocats, Cats. You've seen some of them. So. Uh, there are other ways to see rare characters. But it's going to be a fun night. I do believe so. It's going to be a fun night. It's just a lot of waiting. And something we didn't talk about is that we got like a half and half confirmation about how to take pictures. Yeah. So what, it was like two photo pass and one with your own, own device. camera or yeah. device. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, that's like a lot. And it's still it's still kind of not clear if the characters will be signing. That's no. kind of a big deal for a lot it, of people. It, 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 they don't say so. So so it's we're getting uh, two information is uh, you know friends friends of the characters um, uh, are learning the uh, signing, but so far we've heard that there will be no signing on the night. So uh, maybe they will only be signing for some. Packages, uh, maybe. You cannot check that. I don't think you can check that, and I don't think you can say, well, you have a package, you get an autograph, and you paid today at the register, you paid 120 euros, sorry, you don't get an autograph. So I think it's everybody or nobody. They do get, I do understand that there's a rumor going around that the packages could enter early. Yeah. But that's still a rumor. I would get that. They would would deserve that. When would they be informed? Uh, at the hotel, but I think it's something that should be known by now, day, yeah. and I feel that's also something that they should have said when they put the packages on sale. If that's the case, yeah. because then that's one more argument on their side to justify the price of these yeah. packages. So um, yeah, just very interesting communication. Uh, I mean, I still believe in the event, and I think they're doing some very good things, like just to get your tickets, the lanyard, and the pin. 
You can ah. go get that in Disney Village. Yeah. You don't have to stand in line at the, 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 the till like, oh, that's, that's horrible. I can just go the night before until 12.30 midnight. Yeah. Yeah. I can go get my lanyard, my pin. I don't need to take it around the whole night. I can leave it in my room and just go and carefree. That's a very good thing they did there. And I think with the pictures, I'm not like judging character fans, but a lot of fans, and I can totally understand it, I take my time with filming, but a lot of fans have like those plush and stuffed animals they want to give to the characters to take fun pictures, and they make really fun pictures, but it takes an more enormous amount of time, and I think it's good they have a rule like, come in, picture, 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 and then yeah. you go again. Yeah, because if you just reduce the meets, each meet by a couple minutes, then that means that the, the queue, instead of being an hour, will be only 30 minutes, for example. And it makes yeah. a huge difference. One minute per visitor means like an hour you can save. So, yeah. why not? If they branded it with some sort of like fancy brand of like, it's speed meeting, like speed dating, anything that gives people an expectation of like how fast you're going to be going, yeah. I think that would kind of like that would kind of like ruin the magic a little bit. But yeah. then the, having rules feels like things I can't do. Whereas no, if you I said it as like things I it's, can't. It's do. good they have a rule because I was very disappointed uh, for the run, for example. You had some cast members like being ready to take your phone to take pictures with the characters and then other cast members who were just with three talking to each other and going, it's selfie mode, everybody, it's selfie mode. Yeah. So I mean if you don't put a, a photo pass photographer there or you don't have the photo pass or you just want a picture for your own then take the picture is it that much asked they're insured if they drop the camera they, people are insured for that but yeah. take the picture don't go like selfie mode i hate that and also i think there's something that's important is that if there are rules for the photos then every casts every handler needs to be informed and the rules need to be applied uniformly throughout the entire party because I think sometimes like at the run you would go to some location they wouldn't take a photo some some location they would some location you could take your time some location they would push you really quickly so hopefully consistency. yeah consistency hopefully everyone will be aware of the rules and that way there's no issues and no complaints and, and all that but uh, hopefully we'll learn more about that there's, there's more than a month to go um, and uh, we'll learn more about the rules. Um, no. We'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. Now, can we go to another land because there's a lot of noise here? I know. So we go, <laughs> oh, yeah. we go next to the, I to the go water bridge. Lands. And, yeah, people just won't stop jumping. It's the point. It's okay. But uh, no, yeah. it's okay. We're gonna go to a quiet land, like somewhere there's no Main noisy street. train. Main Street. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, we're off to Frontierland. Yeah. All right. So we'll see you in a minute from Frontierland. Or hear you, see you. Oh, hear you. <laughs> or, or, or not. Arr! Arr! <laughs> All right, so we've arrived in Frontierland. Where Merida is behind us. Hi, Merida. Hi. It's, um, I thought you guys were waiting to meet her. No, no he no. went out of the queue. Finally. Uh, you gave up. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're sitting here at the back of Cowboy Cookout, and let me tell you, if you sit here long enough, you realize how many kids climb on the hill between cactuses and it's actually a very steep hill it's very steep yeah. it's yeah. very steep and I think this like is a that girl actually that girl is about to roll down the hill like i mean it's yeah. gonna happen and she's gonna hit that speaker and so the bottom of the hill that right is, is uh is bordered by these really big real stones uh they're like rocks so if a child does roll down 
they're gonna hit oh, a rock yeah. and then concrete. That is very graphic, mm. Michael. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, because otherwise Scare it sounds like parents. Oh, no, but, yeah. kids oh, are on some just, grass. Just to make, there's a cast member right now live in the episode right. getting the children down. He's going up. He's going up. Aham! There you go. You, you hear him. He's actually really funny. He does it in a very funny, cute way. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, there are actually two cast members are going up to pick up the kids. <laughs> but yeah, parents like. There are not yeah. ours. <laughs> not ours. Nope, sorry. I like the girl can't get that down little girl anymore. is stuck in a plant now. That's great. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Oh god. And that, so, so just to be clear, we're actually admiring the work of cast members and how hard it must be to be fishing yeah, out kids yeah. out of they this. They're literally fishing that child. They're literally out. fishing that kid out. Um, so there's two things. Well, parents look after your children. Like we don't know where the parents of that little girl are. Like where are they? No, there they are. That guy there just ran away from so, from Cookout to the right. hill. Right. So after after a good 15 minutes of that girl being on the hill, someone finally came oh, to get her. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so parents, please watch your children because yeah. cast members, children, please watch cast members are awesome, but you know, it's really not a fun job to be fishing out kids on hills. And it's also very dangerous because if they fall, obviously, drama, drama. Um, and um, you know, I was talking to Axel before and it's also sad because what is probably going to happen is eventually there's going to be an accident and uh, our very nice theming here in Frontierland, which is little rocks and and you know, very well done, is gonna be turned into probably a giant barricade, which will be, you know, basically themed and is gonna ruin this little area for everyone. You know, I think it's it's like becoming a thing that people do in in Paris. And I don't I think that's really sad because you see people tweeting of other guests sitting on rocks like in Disneyland California or Walt Disney World and saying well I'm preparing for Disneyland Paris and then everybody is answering like well that's not possible because no smokers on that picture or they're not doing that or they're on their phones that's impossible there's no reception in that park which is all true but it's such a sad, sad thing that these are the things that come out of it. I mean, yeah, we have like beauty smokers and children on like people playing on rocks. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie though, I I feel like I like exploring things, and even as an adult, seeing that kind of open land, especially over there where it's flat and it's just like grassy and green, it genuinely, if I could, I would just roam over there. It is inviting. So I can see like how kids are so like, I almost feel bad for them because it's like, this is to look so nice, tempting, but it's yeah. not. Yeah, but it's so tempting. You can look, but you can't touch. It's do you so feel tempting. like Axel? Do you feel like, for example, Walt Disney World is is more equipped when it comes to that? Like they've already, obviously, they've been along, they've been around longer. They've already sort of put barricades everywhere that they've well, seen guests. I, feel, I don't feel like there's that many areas you can jump on at, well, at Disney World. Yes and no. They they redid the whole uh, hub situation with uh, like the fake grass where you can sit on and chill. But you don't need the real grass like we have here on the sides to go and people lay down. So they have that fake grass to lay down on the whole hub situation, which didn't make that park more beautiful, but it, make it, it made it practical. And on the other hand, you have a lot of cast members really engaged and kudos and hats off to the guy who just walked by us here and got that little girl out of the, the, the stones and the rocks here. 
but not every cast member here does that. And I mean, if we see things happening and there's a cast member walking by, he's gonna see that too. And they just don't do anything about it. And I mean, it doesn't matter where you work, what your post is, what your job is. If you see something like that, just go up, say, well, it's not okay, come down, thank you, have a wonderful day, and leave. If you're on an attraction, if you're, uh, if you accompany a character, if you're a guest flow, it doesn't matter what, if you work at a restaurant, just say it. But don't leave it like that, because it's like, oh, I didn't see it, so nothing happened. Yeah. That needs to change. And I'm going to jump on what you just said, if you work at a restaurant. Restaurants, what's going on with restaurants? We, so, uh, we heard yesterday that Waltz was going to have only dinner service this summer? For this summer, yeah, July and August for sure. I don't know if that's going to be expanded or not. So but how does was... that make any sense? Because there are more guests in the park, so why do you reduce? Is that because it's nice out and people don't really want to sit down for lunch at Waltz? Yeah, and I think uh, Did you their think dinner... they don't make business? Well, I think their dinner service is maybe going to start at 5. Right. So people can watch the parade at the first serving, but then also can have a nice meal before they go to fireworks. And just, I'm, I'm thinking way ahead, and this is not even a rumor, it's just my head. Can you imagine they're doing also packages for fireworks? You get dinner at Waltz and you have a reserved spot for eliminations. That existed. I did that for the 20th anniversary. Yeah. So why wouldn't they do that? If they have the dinner, they could do that. I don't know why you would watch eliminations, but I do know why you want to go <laughs> That's a for dinner to Waltz. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's also, it's nicer. It's not that hot in the middle of the day. You have so much things to do. So I think it's a good decision. I, I want to, I feel like if I'm in a park, I go and to a sit-down restaurant way more at the evening than I do yeah. at lunch. I mean, we, did, we, we did Captain Jack for dinner as well. For dinner, yeah. So a sit-down restaurant in my eyes is more like a dinner thing, although a lot of people think different and that's, that's a good choice. Because, you know, you can have that whenever you want, but to make it enjoyable, I enjoy it more at night. But I feel like if you have a special occasion, it's also fun to have it at lunch. People love to go to brunch at Inventions, and on April 12, we did a lunch at Waltz. It was fun, but it does take a, it does take a good two hour plus out of your day. So if you have a reservation for let's say one o'clock, you won't be out until three, maybe even later. Um, not like because that. it's slow, but because that's the whole experience. But does that make? the restaurant not popular enough to have lunch and dinner? Maybe. That they have to have one of the two? I don't know. And why only for the summer? So is lunch working or not? Is, is What is working? So I know what's not working. It's a, sell, it's, it's a quick service. Crowds are crazy yeah. and they cannot handle the crowds. And the worst thing is, not everything is open. And if you have a restaurant open, only half of the tills are open. So if you come into a, a restaurant where everything is open, you think, ooh, it's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Well, Colonel Hathis, Hathis, Hathis? Yeah. Is not open today. And it's a big, it has big capacity and is usually yeah. is the only one that's open. So yeah. very strange. I think there's a lot of work to do on, on food and Especially beverage. tiny kiosks, the small kiosks yeah. that do like simple things like drinks ice cream yeah pre-made stuff have the yeah. longest queues yeah. they ran out of slushies yesterday basically across fantasy land yeah yeah um, and I, 
I think those, it's, it's free money. They have cards. They can put them out wherever they want. Why don't they put in more? And I know you have to pay the cast member and all that, but come on, a water three euros, it sells like crazy. I kind of so, wish there was like themed vending machines that don't look like vending machines, but where I can just go tap and grab something like quickly. You could have some kind of magical thing where you oh, just like, like tap it. Themed it, it and like yeah, and theme it. And, like, yeah. and we talked about it with Michael, and Michael, you're the, the guy who knows. Why can't we mobile order in Disneyland Paris? So I don't have a good answer for you, but I'm assuming it's to do with the fact that we don't yet have anything integrated online. Like, there's no restaurant reservations online, which makes me think that the reservation system isn't connected properly. Oh, that isn't testing, by the way. Okay, yeah. but, like, if that's not connected properly, yeah. then I'm guessing the tills and stuff aren't either. Sorry, I, I need to come back about uh, those cast members, because we see, we're, we're sitting in the middle of the park, and, like, the cast member just walked by two people sitting on a bench smoking, but definitely not in the smoking area, and in the middle of people eating, so... I mean, why don't you say, excuse me, this park is for non-smoking. There's a smoking area literally 70 meters away from you. Next to the playground. Next to the playground. <laughs> but I mean, why? Why, don't, why doesn't she go up and tell them that? She, is it, I'm going to say something in children, but now it's two adults smoking and I'm not going to say anything? Because you know those cigarettes, they're going to put them out on the... Yeah, if hopefully on, on, on the, the, the garbage can or, or on the floor, so They just why? gave us a really bad look, I think they heard. That's <laughs> good, but they're still not putting out their cigarettes. No. I'm telling people that. If I see people smoking in the park, I just walk up to them and say, well, this parking is non-smoker. Yeah, and there are a lot of smoking areas. I don't know how many exactly, but there are probably like two or three per land, right? At least? I have no idea. I there's at least two per land. There's, there's enough. You know, there's a little um, misunderstanding. And if you're a smoker and you're listening, they have a lot of garbage cans that have those <laughs> like ashtrays on top of them. That's when a cast member sees you smoking, asks you to put out your cigarette, that you can do that there. That does not mean that's a smoking area. They literally have the no smoking sign next to oh, them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For, to avoid any doubt. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so right. So watch your children and don't smoke everywhere. <laughs> Sorry, back to, back to the restaurant. Back to the restaurant. And open the restaurant. Gee, this is like the complaint though, segment. <laughs> I just realized though, like as long as your stock levels are pretty reliable, you probably could add mobile ordering as a separate thing, like completely separate to everything else you've got going on in the restaurant. Well, the, I think the problem is that uh, uh, nothing is connected, like you say, in the restaurants. They don't right, have, right. like, the tills are not equipped. Oh, even showing it on the screens no. behind, backstage. There's no, yeah. nothing is equipped. Yeah. So to rule out, I think um, the tests that I've heard about are for um, uh, sit-down uh, sit restaurants. Uh, so for that, for those, you wouldn't have mobile ordering, but you could have reservations online but then annoyingly I'm guessing the reservation stuff on that till like on the little booth right. when you come in it's but probably I think, separate completely anyway, right. right it probably is it probably is but it would be easier to like uh, to just give them iPad I mean my you know my uh, my my falafel place next to my house has mobile ordering because it's some app that just provides yeah. them with an iPad that's connected but to the system annoyingly right they're gonna have like there's big scale here, right? And they're gonna have those screens in the kitchen that say like, you need this, this, and this made, and then this, and that's from that. that's from mobile ordering, right? But just for reservation, it would be easy oh, to yeah. give every seat down restaurant yeah. an iPad 
that's connected to their app system yeah. and have like the times of or realistically they're going to be like Windows computers like it's not there's yeah. very more yeah. to this it's yeah. probably just like a lot of legacy stuff right that is just like old processes old yeah. ways of thinking and money and budget and yeah. implementation I'm and, sure it'll totally know. come yeah. it's and they have to get slowly. bids from outside companies and it's all those things that of course we as simple guests well, don't know that, about they they're probably like Anaheim and well Disney World use the exact same system behind the scenes reservations. So I'm assuming they can just kind of copy and paste that over hopefully. here. Like, I mean, they've copied most everything from the app, right? So, yeah. um, so hopefully that's coming soon, as well as the Wi-Fi, which is supposed to be rolled out in Disneyland Park. So, um, I think even test. in Walt Disney Studios, Walt Disney Studios, Walt Disney Studios is, is okay. operational. Okay. Yeah, and I think uh, we've tested it pretty much everywhere, and it works fine. Seb, have you tried um, it? Or? In front of the Tower of Terror on the place, if yeah. you're standing in the middle, the reception is not that. So okay. no live from Electroland. <laughs> but I mean, uh, you know, and yeah. you also have anywhere to... else in the park, it's yeah. And like for fun. example, Disney World is is has great Wi-Fi, but you uh, will run into places. You think it's great? It's not that it's great. It's not great. I mean, it, <laughs> it's, it's functional. It's there. It's it, it wasn't functional for me. No, my, last, my last two visits, it was patchy. Like it would just disconnect. It, um, <laughs> Oh, in terms of Wi-Fi though, I just realized the the app, for example, is pushed when you're picking up a, uh, a planner for the day. There's like little adverts for the app, but for Wi-Fi, I've seen nothing mentioning it. So is it possible that when they eventually do mention that it exists, it will just not be that good? Because too many people will be on it. Yeah. Oh, that's possible, yeah. yeah. And right I think that's I'm also saying... what happened to Disney World. At yeah. first, uh, Disney World was pretty, uh, pretty functional, but yeah. you know. Hopefully it'll be like just as good, but... The cynical side of me is cynical. <laughs> yeah. Well, so they just gotta keep you know on top of capacity and technology, which is which is tough. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Let's not make you know. We'll, we'll I, see I when want, it comes. I want we'll to be impressed. There, yes, let's be impressed. To, we're hopeful. I want to believe. We're hopeful. <laughs> As always, you know, it's it's constructive criticism. We're yeah. hopeful that things are are improving and that they they've actually been made aware of the issues and working on it. So. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. All right. Is it the is it the end of our tenth episode? It's the end of the ten. It's time to go back to pirates, princesses. So today today is shaping up to be another day where we stalk the pirates and the princesses all day. It is really the best season. Really, so much fun. So much fun. So hopefully we'll come back. But for now. But for now, this is it. Thank you for listening to our podcast from. Disneyland Park. We'll be back very soon with uh, with more. Thank you, Axel. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Seb and Wissen for being with us as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. And, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Well, who's the leader of the club? It's me and me and you. M I C K E Y E D ninety two. So hey there, hi there, ho there, we are here to sing for you. M-I-C-K-E-Y-E-D-90-2